Welcome to the Coaching for Leaders podcast with intuitive life coach, Dave Shep. Dave pulls from his corporate experience and a bit of new age woo-woo to help you find your own personal power and step up to lead others. Listen in for help merging your physical, emotional, and spiritual life to reach your full potential and live your passion. Let's get started. Here is your host, Dave Shep. Hi, leaders. How is everyone this week? Thank you so much for being here. I really do appreciate it. I've had some problems lately with consistency with getting these out on time, so I do apologize, and I want you to know that I am working better, uh, harder, faster, stronger, all of those things uh, in order to make that happen. Uh, I'm in the process of finishing my book, and my book has taken a lot of my time and energy. Um, So for that reason, I kind of fell behind a week on this podcast, so I'm going to actually record a couple today just to get caught up. So I do apologize for missing last week. Uh, but I will get it posted. In lieu of that, I thought I would talk today uh, about courage. I think courage has been something that's been on my mind a lot lately. Um, Someone gave me a a crystal called bronzite, and it was really funny how attracted I was to the crystal, just a simple brown stone. Um, And then I looked it up to see what what it was, and bronzite is a stone of courage. So I thought that was kind of funny. So... um, you know, today I want to talk about a little bit like what courage is, what it does, because courage can be represented in so many ways in your life that you don't, you don't really think about it. A lot of people think that they're not brave because they're not um, going out and, you know, defending the weak and changing, you know, changing the world in great aspects every day. And, and that's, that's not all of what courage is. Courage is in the, in the small things. Sometimes courage is, you know, knowing when to stay quiet. Sometimes courage is knowing when to not stay quiet and, and to intervene on, on such a minute level that it literally changes someone's lives. Uh, and, and I think that's something that a lot of people want. I mean, courage is definitely something that everybody wants. It's, it's a great characteristic and a great value. Um, we all read about it in our hero's journey and in our fairy tales and our myths and, you know, all the movies in Hollywood, definitely, they talk about it. Um, and, and a lot of time, as part of that hero's journey that I've been talking about, has, has been like, you know, things with the, the franchises for Harry Potter and Star Wars. It's that same thing. People who just, they they were in a certain situation and then they just found courage. They found that, you know, to be what it is. But it's not only just bravery. You know, it, it can also be peace. You know, there are, you know, so many people in the world who have ushered peace throughout the world. You know, Martin Luther King, um, Mother Teresa, you know, their, their missions were all about peace, but they were courageous in, in everything that they did. You can look at uh, any entrepreneur <laughs> that, that I work with and they are courageous because the idea of becoming an entrepreneur is one of the hardest, most thankful dreams slash jobs that you, the careers that you could ever do. So when you become an entrepreneur, you really are being courageous. And as leaders, that's something that, that we overlook. Sometimes we, we overlook how courageous we are. We overlook 
the small things that we've done in our life to be courageous, you know, things that we've, we've taught others, things that we've shown others, you know, when we, when we live our values, we are literally living in courage. And there, there are many different types of courage. I think the, one of the biggest things for me is following my heart, you know, following my passion. I, I think that's, that's been a big thing for me because when I follow my passion, it tends to lead to doing extraordinary things. I discover things about myself that are, they're, they're amazing. Uh, somebody told me today, it's like, you don't do things to help try and change the little community you live in, your little zip code. Whenever you do anything, you always go big and you go international. And I wish I thought like that. <laughs> And believe me, there are times where I wish I didn't think like that because <laughs> it makes things five times harder when I try to do something because I always do think on such a, a bigger global level uh, with what I'm trying to do with with the people that I'm trying to impact with everything that says, hey, it's time to step up in the world and to make a difference and to change things for the better, to show people who you are so that your passion can inspire others to find their passion. And that's where it comes to finding the heart of courage. You know, you know, when you follow your heart, there is, there is a lot of courage in your heart. So for me, I just, I trust my intuition. My intuition is or my inner voice. And a lot of us have, or a lot of you have heard my previous podcasts on that inner voice, how sometimes it can be a total jerk. Um, and you need to figure out how to make him your best friend. Or her, your best friend, because it just, that takes a lot of courage in itself. But being able to listen to your intuition, listening to your inner voice, encouraging you. When your inner voice encourages you, it is so powerful. And nothing can stop you at that point because your heart and, you intu and your intuition are on point. They're together. They're listening to each other. They have the same goals. And it, it's one thing that is just an amazing thing that you can do. For, for me, also, courage is all about, you know, mistakes, making mistakes, picking yourself back up. I am the king at making mistakes. I have made so many boneheaded mistakes in my life, it's not even funny. But everyone has been a lesson. Everyone has been something that I picked myself up from. Everyone has been something that I've changed and fixed. And sometimes I had, I picked myself up myself. Sometimes I had to have support from others. I had courage to accept that help. I had courage to ask for help. I had the courage to do self-discovery of who I am. And that led to a lot of things for me to be able to stand up for what I believed in. Because I cared so much, I became very courageous. It's very easy for me to be very courageous for others in the past, but it was not easy for me to be courageous for myself. Because I didn't have high self-esteem in the past and high self-worth, I could defend anybody and be very courageous. I, I would stand up to the bullies. I would help others. I went out of my way to make sure others were safe and protected. But when I was the target of something or someone or some circumstance, I didn't stand up for myself. 
because I didn't think that I was worthy, because I didn't believe in myself, because my inner voice was like, yeah, they're right. You, you do suck. And that's, that's a horrible place to be. So now the way that I've changed over the years, if, if you guys have listened to my other previous 40 podcasts, you'll know of the changes I'm talking about and the things that we, we work on together and the things to help you improve. But speaking your truth is a form of courage. Selfless courage for yourself, putting yourself first. Putting yourself first is not narcissism as long as it's done with compassion. When I put myself first, it's always with compassion. Compassion towards myself and compassion towards others. If someone asks me to do something and I know that it's not going to bring me any kind of joy or I know that I'm not in alignment with it, I simply respond with no thank you. Hey, can you help me move this weekend? No, thank you. <laughs> That's a big one. <laughs> but it, it just comes down to if I'm not in alignment with it, and, and I get approached by a lot of businesses, you know, say, hey, you know, would you like to, to come into my business? Would you like to invest in all these things? And, and, I, and I look at, at this and the time and whether they want my talent or they want my, my money, and it just comes down to if it doesn't bring me joy, I don't want to do it. And I have my hands on a lot of businesses. And it's, it's fun and exciting in so many ways. And I have a lot of different business partners that, that I enjoy it. And each are different. It, it's kind of interesting. Um, in, in one situation the other day, three of my business partners who have never met before met. And I was in the room with them and I was thinking, huh, this is kind of odd <laughs> to have them all here together. And they all are, I'm in business with them for different parts of my business, different parts of my business, different parts of my coaching, you know, uh, just different things. And to have all three of them together, it was, it was pretty cool. Um, different, but cool. But being able to speak my truth and being able to have them introduce themselves and find out about each other. And then it was a great stroke to my ego when they all three started talking about how great I am. I'll admit that that was fun. <laughs> But it just comes down to the fact of because I had courage, I sought these people out or accepted their invitations because I had courage to speak my truth of what I was in alignment with, of what felt good to me, then my life has turned out great in, because of that. Courage is, it's a combination of will, uh, dominance, imagination, adventure, temperament. Um, all these different things, it, it, there's many, many different things that sum up courage, but the, the greatest thing about courage is, is fortitude. In my opinion, for me, at least this is my personal belief that because I have such strong fortitude, because I can recover from any situation, whether it's medical, financial, career, life, anything, family. I have always had incredible fortitude. My coping skills are so on point that I don't turn to drugs and alcohol to cope with things. Because my coping skills are a form of courage. I've been knocked down. I have been knocked down to my, my knees to where with grief, with loss, with pain, with suffering, in so many ways in my life. But 
every time I found the tenacity and the courage to stand up. One of my favorite quotes by Mark Twain is, it's not the size of the dog in the fight. It's the size of the fight in the dog. And I I agree with that statement. Because there are times where I just literally have had to stand up for what's right and I would be outnumbered on so many levels, whether, whether it was in my company, when, it, when I was leading a team, when, you know, for, for whatever position I held, uh, even in family, I had to take a stand in certain ways in, in my life. And it's like, no, this is who I am. This is who I'm going to be. I mean, I came out as gay in the 80s, mid 80s, 1986. To my family, to my friends, to the military. And it sucked. It literally sucked. And it was one of the most painful, lonely things I've ever been through. But I made it through. And not only did I survive, but I thrived because of it. I fought. I fought in my own way. And I didn't... It wasn't a public fight of, of joining, you know, the, these groups and being an activist. It, it wasn't that kind of fight. It was a personal fight within myself to not give up. It was a personal fight within my family and friends and those closest to me to be like, hey, accept me for who I am or move along. And I lost some family and I gained stronger bonds with other family. Same with friends, same with coworkers. I had a captain in the military who protected me. He went out of his way to make sure that I was treated with dignity and respect. And I could not have done it and made it without him. And there was a lot of things in my life that I'm proud of. But being able to say that I have incredible coping skills and that I have strong fortitude, I'm very, very proud of that. And that's what I want to ask of you. What what are your coping skills? What is your fortitude? Or what is it within you that makes you feel courageous? You know, what is it when you look at, and it just gives you all these butterflies in your stomach, and you're thinking, oh, crap. (laughs) I don't know if I want to do that. You know, how how do you overcome it? I think one of the scariest times I can ever remember was repelling in the military. I'm not a big heights guy. (laughs) My my husband is. Oh my God. He he loves heights. He will he will look off the the largest cliff or the largest bridge. I mean, I cannot let the man drive over a bridge because all he wants to do is look over the side. Um so we always switch right before we go to the bridge and I drive. (laughs) But It's funny because uh, I'm in this line in the military to repel in basic training. And it was off the the side of a tower first and then off the side of a mountain the second time. And it probably wasn't a mountain because it it was Oklahoma, but it was huge. (laughs) It looked like a mountain to me. Um, But I will never forget the fear that I felt. And even though I was watching everybody go ahead of me being successful, I knew that once I got up there, the line was going to break or my equipment was going to malfunction or I was going to fall to my death. (laughs) 
And it's, it's like, yeah, okay, so what if 80 people went before me? Number 81 is going to suck. And that was just my fear. And luckily, when there are times like that where the fear is so extreme, I just had to calm myself and recenter. And again, I was only seven or no, 18, 17 at the time. I was 17 in basic. I was 17 at the time. And luckily, you know, there, there was my guys near me. They saw that I was afraid. They picked up on it. And because of them, because, because of people who cared about me, they got me through it. They helped me to see that it was just all in my head, that I could do this, that I needed to trust the equipment, that I needed to trust the people who were helping me. I need to trust the drill sergeants, all of these things. And because of this, I did it. And I was proud of myself that I did it. Granted, I had no choice but to do it. <laughs> but still, I went up there in the right mindset. So it, it, it's those kind of things that having that kind of courage to be able to break it down and say, okay, so... I can do this because others before me have done it. Others before me are doing fine because of it. And it's just an amazing way for you to be able to say, hey, I'm afraid of something, but I'm going to face this fear. You know, pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone is one of the most important ways to face courage. If you're afraid of spiders, play with spiders. Seriously, you, you, you got to look at them. Literally, if you're afraid of spiders, just stand there and watch one in its web. Just watch the intricacy. Watch the beauty of a spider and what they do as they create their web. Watch, watch a video about it if you, if you want to start there. But when you actually see one out on the outside of your house up in the corner and you're looking at it, you know, your first impulse is just to crush it because you're terrified of it. Instead, just try to understand it. Because I think a lot of people who are trying to have courage, it generally comes from a lack of understanding. When you have an experience and it invokes emotion, those two things are very powerful. They form this circle that just goes back and forth. And you, it's impenetrable. You cannot break this circle because you had an experience, you had an emotion, Never going to do it again. It's so strong with you. You're living in the past. You know, you, you drank a whole bottle of tequila. You got sick. Next day, you swore you're never drinking tequila for the rest of your life. How many of us have done that? You know, it, it, anything along those lines where you have an experience and then you attach an emotion to it and it just becomes this impenetrable circle that never breaks and just spins around. Every time you have the experience, you have the same emotion. Every time you have the experience, same emotion over and over and over. So then your past is creating your future because of that. But when you start to understand the experience and the emotion, you're able to break that circle. You're able to, to break just spinning, spinning, going around. Sorry, I hit my mic there. Um, you're able to, to spin. You stop that spinning, which sometimes that spinning can be, can be horrific and it takes away your courage. So by putting understanding into your experiences and into your emotions and into this ring, you can dissolve this ring and break it. So you want to understand what your fears are. You want to understand what you're afraid of. You want to understand what you're angry at. You want to understand. And with understanding, 
comes courage. And, and that's the truth. I have a friend who was extremely, extremely angry at his parents for divorcing when he was a kid. He never knew why. He never asked. He never wanted to know. They tried to tell him. He just put up walls and says, I don't want to talk about it. He was an advocate for hating divorce. <laughs> I mean, he was very vocal about it. In all of his friend group, we all knew. And he would actually stop being friends with people who got divorced. When he married, he took such a long time to get married because he wanted to make sure he was making the right decision that he married later in life because he was unwilling to take a chance. Because he was so adamant that whoever I meet, we have to be together forever because we're never getting a divorce, no matter the circumstance. Because I will never put my children through that. So then later in life, after he got married, after he had his kids, he and I had a conversation one day with his parents. And there was no immediate thing that caused this divorce years and years ago. It, it was a combination of things. And when his mother and his father sat there in, in the same room and explained why they got a divorce, what, what was going on in their lives at that time, and how their life changed for the better, how their children's lives changed for the better because of this divorce, I, I saw a little click in my client's head as, as we were talking, and I saw an understanding. And with this understanding, he was able to let go and break that circle of experience emotion, experience emotion. And it led to something that should have happened decades earlier, but it, it, it led to some peace between him and his parents, between him and some of his friends that, that he had completely written off. And it led to some peace within him and his own marriage to understand that I can't always be so rigid and that things do happen at times. And I'm going to work my best that I'm never going to get a divorce, but it's not the end of me if I do. And sometimes just having that kind of courage to understand that is an incredible way. And him and his wife are doing great now. They, they, they have great kids. Um, they're on, you know, one of them just hit teenage. So 13th birthday, that was kind of cool. Uh, celebrated recently, but it was, it's a big thing. And the moral or the point of the story is even though it took him decades to understand this experience and this emotion, when he finally understood it, when he finally saw all sides of it, when he finally figured out why he was so volatile about the situation, he released all of that pain which took courage to even dig back that far to even get his parents into the same room when they live in different States was an ordeal and they hadn't seen each other in years, but they came at my request because it was something that he needed. And it turned out to be a big win for all four of us, but it was something like that, that it took courage to even think about. 
courage is something that I think I talked about earlier, your heart and your intuition, when, when they're intact, when they're in running together, when they're in tune, it's pretty amazing. You can do this. There are times in your life where you've been passive. There are times in your life where you've been submissive, but there have also been times of your life where you've been courageous. And I want you to embrace the courageous side of you and realize that it's the little things, it's the medium things, and it's the big things all rolled into one that matter. It's not just one or two big things. It takes courage to admit when you're wrong. It takes courage to know when to not be right. I think that's probably one of the biggest lessons I've learned is there are times that I know that I'm right, but it takes courage for me not to say it. Because by me saying that I'm right to someone, I'm diminishing them and I'm hurting them for something that they don't need to be diminished or hurt for. And it's a form of assertiveness. I mean, I, I talk a lot about assertiveness and I think that assertiveness is so necessary and needed right now by everybody because all assertiveness is, is a form of communication that allows you to stand up for who you are without diminishing anyone else. That is what true assertiveness is. I have a whole PDF handout made of it. Go to my website, download it. It's amazing because it really just talks about what assertiveness is. What are the four different kinds of communication and how to be assertive as a leader? You need to know that. Well, I hope that helped everybody today. Please let me know if you have any questions, please send me DMS or messages. I answer everyone that I get. I want to thank you so much for all the support that you guys have been giving me. Thanks. I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to the Coaching for Leaders podcast with Dave Shep. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. If you like the show, leave us a rating and review wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you know someone searching for their life purpose, be sure to tell them about the show. Find Dave at Facebook.com slash Dave Shep Consult and on Instagram at Dave Shep Consulting or visit the website at www.daveshepconsulting.com.